not violating the schematics of the kingdom today on the weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's go. Hey folks, Apostle Lewis here with you, and I'm grateful that you're listening again today. I hope that this one's really going to help you um, with understanding some things about the schematics of the kingdom, why they're important. Before we get to that, follow me and join our community at thegatechurch.locals.com and also find me at lewisdcana.com. Those are two main places you're going to find me. I'm still putting stuff on Facebook and YouTube for right now. But go to Locals because that's where I do most of my posting and I do most of my teaching series are all at lewisdcana.com. So go there and check them out. Sign up for the email on lewisdcana and join our community. It's free. Just follow us at the gate, church.locals.com there. And I'd love to have you there. Okay, that's out of the way. Love to get that out of the way quick. Then I don't have to worry about it. Let's go to some scripture and let's talk about some schematics of the kingdom. All right. Um, Matthew 7 verse 24. Let's, let's start there. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who builds his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But who, everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Well, this is a really important thing to understand of, of discipline, schematics, and let me just try to illustrate this to you. I studied drafting in high school. I was thinking about being an architect, and I have two architects at my church, as a matter of fact. And, and um, you can get really creative in design, but even in your creativity, you cannot violate schematics or principles of load bearing, uh, how a building shifts in wind and all that. And that if you violate the, uh, those things, it doesn't matter how creative, beautiful it looks like, but it can't be built or it can be built, but it won't stand. It won't stay. They won't, you know, it will fall. There's been buildings of those. There are bridges that they violate some engineering principles and bridges have fallen. And Buildings have fallen and come down, and you just can't do that um, and expect things to stand. Well, that comes for your life too. You know, there are there are there are schematics to health and faith and giving and family and relationship and community. And if you violate these things, then to be honest with you, there, it, you're going to have problems. And um, speaking against other people you know, as a violation, uh, speaking against the Lord, a violation, um, being a critical spirit is a violation, um, not critical thinking, but having a critical spirit. Um, it's very important that you understand that and that you, um, the, how that, how that works. Okay. And it, it's really important to understand schematics. So like scripture talks about tithing and giving, okay? And and if I violate that, if I don't give, if I'm not a giver, I have no right to expect uh, return. 
I don't, I can't expect a return. I can't respect a return on giving if I violate giving, if I violate the schematics, if I violate nutrition. I should really not expect healing or, or health if I violate nutrition because I'm violating. If I, if I violate sleep, if I don't get enough sleep and I'm always exhausted and broken down, well, I'm violating sleep. And so these things are just basic schematics of our life, and they're very important. So much so that people violate them all the time and not realize they're doing it. So Jesus is talking here. He just gave the Sermon on the Mount, and he talked about this. He says, boy, the person who hears these things and does them, his house will be built on a rock, and it will not fall in the storm. By the way, he tells us basically you're going to have a storm, and the winds and the rain but it will stand. But if you don't do it, when the winds and the rain of life come, when the when the wind of adversity comes, your house is going to crumble. If I violate my marriage, if I was to have an affair, if I was to be abusive to my wife, and then she leaves me and I go, God, why? Go, what do you mean why? You violated my word. But you didn't tell me. I did. It's here in the word. It's your job. See, see, so... If you violate these things, see, I don't know any really, really good prophet who violates the word of God. I don't know any really, really good miracle minister who violates the word of God. Whether it be Rodney, whether it be Bill, whether it be Charlie Champ, Randy Clark. If you violate these things, <coughs> Oral Roberts, you know, they were uh, John G. Lake. Smith Wigglesworth, <coughs> excuse me, if you violate these things and you wonder why things aren't working, because you're not building according to the plans, okay? And it's just like building my house. You know, when, when we were building out our church in, in Regency Mall years ago, Rob, my architect, also a member, great architect, had these plans. And none of, nothing was load-bearing, so we didn't really have to worry about that. But I'd come in, and the guys doing the framing moved the wall. They moved the one wall like six feet. I said, why did you move the wall? Well, we think it looks better. No. They go, but it looks better. I said, here's the problem with you moving the wall. Code says that that wall, those two walls, have to be so far apart to go through the doors. Because that's has to be handicap accessible. You just closed that off. You have now made that passageway illegal, and we're not going to pass code. You violated the code. But it doesn't matter. Do it the way it is on the drawing. That's the important thing. When I was walking through at the fire marshal, he goes, how come there's no fire extinguisher up there? I opened up the plans that he approved. I said, because you didn't mark one on there. And he goes, oh, he says, I think there should be one up there. Can you mark it? I said, yeah, sure. Well, I'll put one up there. Okay. And he passed us. He said, just get that. It was his fault. He didn't mark it. Like he was yelling at me like I had missed something, but I didn't miss anything. I had done it. I had made sure that all the fire extinguishers, exit signs were all to where he had marked them. I was building towards his schematics. He violated his own schematics and said, and he, you know, he was mad at me for a second. But he was like, oh, you did. Yeah, I mean, you want one there. All you got to do is say, put one there. I'll put one there. But the reason one's not there is because you didn't tell us we needed one there. And he went, oh, I'm sorry. You know, 
you have to build according to schematics. Now, when it comes to load bearing, here's my house. It's 2,200 square feet. Nothing huge. Nice house. But in the middle, I would love to get rid of that middle wall. It's a load bearing. I can't get rid of it. I'd love to get rid of it. Now, I can get rid of it and go to engineer. Okay. I can have the engineer go, this is what you need to do. You're going to have to put a beam in. You're going to have to probably put in posts. You're going to have to dig down and put in... Um, um, uh, uh, foundation, okay? Because you, you can't put that post just on the concrete, right? You just got to be down four feet because it's got to hold that structure. And then that beam's going to have to be so many inches and fastened to it, and you can do it. That's what he would say. And you go, you can do it. This is what it's going to take. You can't violate that. Let me give you another example. The Chrysler building in New York, when, on the plans, it called for welding every... Uh, all the girders to weld them for the load structure. Well, the on-site, you know, direct, you know, on-site project manager determined that, well, we could just do the bolts because that's enough. He thought that would be enough. And so he bolted it. Guess what happened? They found out an art, uh, a student architect engineer was looking over schematics and saw that they had changed that and said that building can fall. And if it hits 90 mile an hour winds, and so they actually went in the cover of night and went inside and had to weld all those things because some guy on the project violated the, the load structure engineer, his plans. He thought, he did a cost analysis and thought, well, we could just do this, it'll save money. But the bolts weren't as strong as the welds. And he violated that. And it was a dangerous situation. But I look it up uh, at Wikipedia. I think it actually has a story on there. All right, so... You can't violate things in the kingdom. I can't violate my relationship with my wife and expect blessing from God. I can't violate giving and expect God to give me abundance. I can't violate love and expect, you know, I you just can't violate these things. We'd love to tell everyone, if you do everything out of love, it'll go well. The only problem is not everyone knows that. And that's the reason why we need to teach disciplines. Disciplines aren't corrections. Disciplines are a new way of learning how to do things. So you might come in the kingdom. I came in the kingdom not a giver, but when I got when I got born again, all of a sudden my heart changed. I wanted to give. You know what I did? I went through the Bible and studied everything on giving. I did. Like I, I mean, folks, this is what I do. Okay, so uh, Charlie Sham, I, I don't want to promote his stuff. I'm going to promote. He's got a new thing on angels coming out, new book and everything. You know, he says like 20 years ago, he looked up every scripture on angels and studied it. I love that about Charlie. Love that about Charlie. Love that about Charlie. Bill studying everything on healing. You know, a worship leader studying everything on worship. Everything that deals with worship. Then you go, is that wrong? Or they, you know, well, I don't want to be that rigid. No, here's the thing. If you do that, you're getting everything that the Lord has already said on the topic in your spirit. And then what is creative is how he brings that out without violating the principle, without violating the schematics. Remember Moses was told, Moses build the tabernacle according to the pattern you saw on the mountain. What happens if Moses built it wrong? TB Joshua just went to be with the Lord at 57. Uh, one of my friends told me this story years ago that he was trying to build a new church in this Muslim stronghold area. 
And he said the funding just would not come in. He said, man, just would not come in. And he started praying and he said, Lord, his architect had drew up this really nice building. And the Lord said, it's not what I want. He says, I want you to form the building like a D for dominion. And I, cause I'm going to take dominion in that area. His architect got back to work, drew that shape out and drew the schematics for it. And all of a sudden, all the money came in. It's like the Lord released it. Look, what might, what you cannot do is you cannot violate scripture and expect the spirit to somehow abide on you. You can't violate truth and expect the spirit of truth to be working with you. Cannot do it. You must know the importance of the word of God and how the spirit breathes on it. So the, the, Let's put it this way. The scripture has load-bearing schematics. Jesus says it. If you hear these words and do them, your house won't fall. If you hear these words and don't do them, great will be the fall. So what I tell people is find the topic that's burning in your heart. Maybe it's a healing ministry then number one, go through all the scriptures with miracles of healing and everything it says about healing. Okay? Go through them all. Study them. Meditate. Allow the Spirit to breathe on them and teach you and lead you. But do your work. Don't, don't do your work. Do your work. Why? Because one of the things you're going to do is you're going to bring out those scriptures and bring in people's faith up to a place to meet the healing anointing. Some people don't want to do the work. Some people just want someone to lay hands on them. They don't want to do the work. They just refuse to do the work. And that doesn't work. Why? Empty hands on empty hearts and empty heads. If, if you don't have the faith yet. If you need healing, then you should be studying every scripture that speaks of healing, miracles, and health. Every one of them. Every one of them. It's you can't violate faith and expect miracles. You can't violate. Jesus says, what comes out of a man's mouth is what defiles him. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So in other words, you can't violate that. You can't think that what you say doesn't matter. You can't say, I honor, and then violate it with your mouth. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. At all. It doesn't work. Okay? Too many people try it. I've watched it. It's annoying. Look, whatever you have need of, don't call someone up for prayer. Get in the word, do a word study, do a search. I need, I really need a breakthrough in relationships and pull out everything in the word. Lou, I really need a breakthrough in the anointing. Pull out everything that speaks about the anointing because it's in the Old and New Testament. Find it. Everything that speaks about the anointing, oil, fragrance, find it. Find it. And then look up miracles that Jesus did by the Okay, look up all those things and begin to create yourself this well.
you're, what happens, you start building this deep reservoir in the well of God that you have this in there. Look, when Rodney came and did, you know, in, in 93, you know what Rodney taught a lot on? Scripture about the joy. The joy. Why? But it wasn't something. He wasn't trying to make it, like, happen. But he knew he had to teach the church. He knew he had to teach the church. It wasn't just, well, if they were hungry... He helped the hunger. He he was a leader. We just like to be around all mature Christians. That doesn't always happen. And those who, who just want that are probably not as mature as they think. Because anyone, that's just easy. But that's not, not everyone's a builder. That's the thing. So get back to the schematics. Don't violate it. I can go so deep on this matter. But I just wanted to point out today that get into the word of what area you need a breakthrough. Start reading it, studying it, meditating on it, praying into it, doing all those things. It's the schematics. And it might be that in your spirit, there are things violating the very breakthrough you want. And it will keep it from coming to you if you keep violating it. Okay, so in other words, if I'm always bitter, but then I want a breakthrough, that, that's not going to work. You know, and the problem is too many people just keep doing that and don't get it. And, and, you know, I don't know what they want me to do. You know, I, I try to tell them, I said, look, you can't violate this and have it happen. That's just not going to work. It's not going to work at all. All right. And you don't want that. I really want you to have your breakthrough. And I'm telling you, the schematics are true. Go back to them. See if you're violating them anywhere. Go back, not even to see if you're violating. Just go back and align yourself back up to what is. Let your faith build in the schematics. See, I have no, with a good structural engineer, I know the building is going to stand. And I know if I'm standing on the word of God, I'm going to stand. No matter what storm comes my way, I am going to survive it. Because I built my house on the word of God. God bless you. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank <laughs> you.